Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. This week, I wanted to talk about accommodations when it comes to disabilities. I recently did a workshop on ableism in the workplace for a college, and one of the topics we touched on was how to provide accommodations for employees with disabilities. Personally, I really don't like the term accommodations. I know they are necessary, and I know that duty to accommodate is the legal term used when it comes to providing formalized support for individuals with disabilities in the workplace. But it just doesn't seem like the best word we could use to describe how to support someone to do their best work. Because what does accommodate mean, really? Accommodate is a word used to describe providing space for someone. You can accommodate someone at a restaurant or at a hotel by providing the space for patrons. It's a term that is associated with achieving a temporary transactional resolution where one person needs temporary housing or food and the other provides it. The person providing the housing or food has the power. There's also accommodating someone with a financial loan to achieve a temporary transactional resolution. But again, this definition is of one person with the power, or the money, making a decision on whether to help someone else. In both of these situations, the person with the restaurant or hotel or the finances is making a choice whether to help another person out, or not. We hope that our world is better and that people are no longer rejected from being allowed in restaurants or hotels or provided loans based on their gender, sexuality, disability, or color of their skin. But it does happen. And it happens when one party has the unfair advantage of providing or denying an accommodation request. Let's look at the restaurant example and how it relates to modifications to food. When a restaurant cannot accommodate a request to modify menu items to provide options to patrons to meet their dietary needs, it's an imbalance of power. And yes, a patron can choose to go to another hotel or restaurant or bank. But why not simply recognize instead the value that customers bring to a business like a hotel or restaurant or bank and adjust to meet the client's needs and view this accommodation request as a privilege to have customers? The actual definition of accommodate is to oblige or to do a favor for someone or to adjust or adapt to someone else's needs. But what is lacking in the conversation is a transaction or how accommodating someone is a mutually beneficial relationship. Instead, the use of the word accommodations makes it sound like one person is a burden in which the other needs to change their regular way of doing things in order to accommodate that person's request. And in using this term, the accommodation can be accepted or denied. And when it's placed in reference to the person in power having to adapt their behavior or way of doing things to accommodate another, there's no recognition of the adaptations or modifications others have to make every single day. For example, an individual in a wheelchair has to navigate a world where many places still do not have readily accessible space to accommodate their equipment, like airplanes. The aisles are narrow and the individual is reliant on being transported to their seat by someone, reducing the control of the person requesting support. Or when an accommodation is provided, it's viewed as helping someone and there is sometimes an unconscious acknowledgement that the person should be grateful for simply receiving the same treatment as another. 
you can accommodate a change, guests, passengers, demands, an influx, visitors, the list goes on and on. And businesses and workplaces that are paying attention will recognize the need to accommodate and make adaptations in advance so that they can meet their customers' needs. For example, a hotel or restaurant may ensure they are fully staffed when there is an event in their town, which may increase demand for their services. And banks follow the markets and trends to determine when there will be an influx of people requesting loans and other services. Are these viewed as accommodations or simply modifications for the best outcome for everyone involved? When you anticipate for and prepare to make modifications, the ability to adjust becomes the norm. And an accommodation is viewed less as a formalized and intensive process and more of a tweak. In recent years, invisible disabilities like ADHD are becoming more normalized as the adults fortunate to be diagnosed as children with ADHD move into workplaces, or parents find out they themselves have ADHD when their children are diagnosed and they are advocating for the kids' accommodations. It would be great if we could spend less time and energy advocating for support and focus more on celebrating the strengths of individuals and their contributions, because shifting your perspective even 45 degrees can make a world of difference. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.